Hi, and welcome to Beer 30 Live. This is Pete Wright, alone in my studio office, recording this message in shame. Yes, shame. We had a technical failure this week, and the sad, pathetic result is that we lost the first half of the show. What'd you miss? Uh, Let me see if I can give you a recap. I talked about the Windows Vista launch and how it was pretty underwhelming. I geeked out all over everyone, which was a big fat lead balloon, so Jamie changed the subject. He went into some neocon rant that got Mary all fired up, which caused our guest to actually jump in and call her a communist. Everyone knows that she's not really a communist, even though we're all pretty sure she voted for Nader. So, so far, it's just like every other week. Shane, Barboy Corsetti, on the other hand, after a humiliating loss in last week's show, comes through with class. He managed to lure our guest with hot toddies to the Ram and keep him there long enough for us to talk to him. Of course, you only get the last half of that interview. What you'll be missing in the first part of the interview is surely the part that would have nailed down the Pulitzer for our show, but the second half is pretty good, too. So, our guest. I've only been a fan of DeLorean personally for the last year but this Portland-based indie dirge rock group has been around a bit, with three recordings behind them, a fourth to be released this month, and a host of guest appearances to their credit. The band has been turning out their Elliot Smith, Nick Drake, quiet as the new loud chic, for almost a decade. Their music is bare and lonely and addictive, though frontman Al James assures us that he's actually a pretty happy guy. As it turns out, Shane went to high school with Al. They played together in a three-acoustic guitar band at parties. We are desperately trying to get a recording of some of these legendary parties, but in the absence of this dark history of Shane and Al together, we did manage to talk Al into doing a few tracks off their new CD, You Can't Win, for us solo, all acoustic and thick. So take a listen, and we'll try to get these live tracks up on the site somewhere to download separately from the show very soon. Thanks again for listening and putting up with the early rockiness. We're thrilled to present Al James to Beer 30 Live. Heather, I'm on a plane that I pray won't get off the ground It's a perfectly clear day, but I've got storm clouds in my mind It's so foolish why I do this, why I do it all again Heather, remind me how this ends Give me a few days And I'll be feeling fine But I can't stop moving I move backwards in time To where I left you We're so good we both pretend Heather, remind me how this ends Check the timbre of your voice 
don't let it drop when you hear your little boy. And I'll send money every Friday on that you can depend. Heather, remind me how this ends. Heather, remind me how this ends. You uh, produced. You're on, how many records do you have out now? Um, Three via the label, one that we own that we sort of sell through our website. Not, not counting Shane's, the one uh, you guys and the, epic, the epic that's, initial release. Well, that's going to go up on Christie's in about, <laughs> yeah, I'm about like 35 maybe years. 10 or 20 years. I'm a little bit more. And what's the website? Uh, actually, yeah, you tell us what the website is. And you're blogging. Yeah, for we, a guy I, who shunned I, the internet well, era, here well, you are. Check I use you out. the WordPress format, and um, brilliant shout out to WordPress. That's what we use as well. Well, here's the thing: is um, and you were talking about um, we were talking earlier about so how can uh, Google offer this word processing site for free? Like, how can you compete with that? And I sort of feel the same way about WordPress. Is like somebody I've actually helped two doctors last week. They they saw my site, some friends, and they were like. Our websites are completely static. It drives us crazy. How do we how do we do a WordPress? And they they gave me free touching on healthcare. They're like free visits because <laughs> man, heaven knows you that, are Stone hey, Age yeah. barter economy, Alex. There's nothing wrong with that. And they tried to cut me a check. And I'm like no, because they've given me uh, care in the past for yeah. free. And I said no, no, you know I'm not taking a check from you guys. And they said well. You know, come in and get a big old like B12 power yeah. juice, juice yeah, up zone. Or, or, so yeah. I might exactly. do that. Actually. Get a cough and a smile. You need the yearly checkup. Uh, come on in. You know. I'll give you a prescription to Percadan or whatever it is. Turn to the left and cough. Like it in, and I'm in. Um, yeah. But uh, so I showed them WordPress, and they were just kind of like blown away. And I sort of showed them the the uh, blog stats and all this stuff and showed, well, you can see where people are linking up to your thing. And, and they were very excited about it. And uh, and there's been a number of bands since I sort of started our WordPress site yeah. in town that have said, well, shoot, how did how did you guys do that? We might start doing that. And uh, it is one of those things because the doctors wanted to know. They said, like, how can they offer this for free? Like, what's in it for them? And I, I said, I don't really know, but I feel like there are some people that see like this great unlimited potential through the internet and like want to try to do something great with it instead of like flash banner ads in your face and give you know or whatever it's like there's some there are people that that want to try to create sort of like a greater culture or exchange of information through it you know so that it it's a very philosophical question that that you're asking, and I, I'm interested in your perspective as a musician uh, on uh, piracy and spreading the word through, you know, the word of your music through uh, piracy, people trading music, and, uh, the tactics of the recording industry. Where do you stand on these issues? Um, I think, you know, it, people often tell me sort of like, with a wink, like, oh, well, I burned it off a friend, and I just sort of have, like, a... I don't really 
take much of a stance on it, you know, because I, I, I don't feel desperate for like, oh, I just want you to listen to it because I don't really think, I mean, that's sort of my stance on MySpace. Like just listening to a track that I've written uh, really doesn't benefit me at all and I don't really care. You know, it's like, I if you like it, that's great. And I hope that eventually you buy a record and you put it on and you don't pump it through horrible computer speakers, tinny computer speakers on compressed MP4 files or MP3 files. And I hope that you you somehow listen to it in a format where you can take in an entire album. Because, you know, we don't... Like, DeLorean doesn't necessarily make um, sort of singles, you know. I mean, I think different songs stand on their own, but sort of what we do has always been more of a bit of an album sort of experience. And I mean, I really hope that people take it in as a whole, you know. Um, I hope that they sit down and listen to it. I hope they listen to it in their car. I hope they, you know, get it on the iPod and listen to it on their bus ride home or something. But to just sort of, I mean, it, it is sort of a weird culture now. It's like kind of back to the singles culture of like the right. 50s and 60s where it's like, I want to hear one like, one I want yeah. the jukebox. I want like, I want one hit after another. We're a, we're a mixtape culture. Right. And, uh, you know, but I think there's there's tons of people that are still into albums. They're still into a format they can hold. A f- you know, I mean, it's changing, but I don't think that there's a... I mean, someone like me feels no, like, paranoia about it. You know, it's like the people that we've connected with already, I think we'll continue to connect with, and hopefully they'll they'll let people know the sort of experience they're having with the music and you know it'll grow in slow ways but it's you know it's different it but that's why i think it's so hard to have a band right now because you're hearing so many different things and it used to be like make a record make a good record uh find someone to help you book shows play shows connect with people face to face people go buy albums they go buy albums. The next time you come to the city, you play to more people because they've told people right. about the quality of what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And uh, Are you it, on iTunes? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. It is different, though. So, what is, what is, I, that's a question I mean to ask. What has iTunes done to your process in, in cutting your latest album? I mean, does that change I mean, the way you prepare nothing, an album? No, nothing. No? I mean, it's like we don't really... I don't even really we sort of make records on advances and then like don't really think about royalties in the end and it's so it's kind of like I mean maybe if I was making a record and individually distributing it and like no knew that I was getting checks from iTunes for individual downloads mm-hmm. or something like that it would it, be a different it might story. affect things differently um, it is really interesting like to go to iTunes and I don't really I never I've never bought songs off individual songs off iTunes but um you can go and you can see which songs are the most downloaded and those are ultimate head scratchers for me like are you kidding me like this is you know like I, had, I threw that one in because hey, I didn't have anything exactly. else all I could yeah. say is Justin Timberlake brought the love back it's, right? it's so interesting yeah. you know but that's the way it constantly yeah, is yeah, where yeah. the things that people connect to um, are always the ones that you can't 
believe, sort of. But, you know, it's great. I mean, that's sort of, that's why you at some point just finish something and say, like, oh, people can take it or leave it or yeah, interpret it. it is what it is. Connect, yeah. connect how they want, you know. Yeah. And as some of that do, we were kind of talking before the show, but, and I don't even know what the term would be, these corporate bands or... I mean, what's the term where, you know, they audition and, and a label oh, like or a corporation, yeah, like, creates said. the band. Yeah. Well, there was a TV show, right, Making the Band, which, yeah. right. which actually manufactured Because right. it really sounds short-lived like <laughs> Alex is coming from a very kind of traditionalist right. standpoint well, of, of, of music, and yet the corporate world doesn't seem to operate that way. And a lot of way. those I mean, band members, they don't even know how to... Like Paris Hilton. They just sing. I mean, they, they, don't, they don't know how to play any instruments. A lot of it's electronic. I mean, they don't... Compared to I mean, what you I don't do. even and know yet, if they here can we sing. Are. I don't know if it's it's they're like it's helping Millie them in Vanilli. the studio. <laughs> well, I mean, and here we are. We've been using the word album a lot in this conversation, and that's sort of an antiquated, antiquated term. But you actually did a run of LPs of wax, yeah, vinyl, for vinyl as, for as many as we can. I mean, it's really for me like the. I mean, if you start, I mean, for me, and then creating. Um, sort of the ultimate my goal is sort of like longevity you know you hope that um, um, 40 or 50 years from now because I do this with different records that I find I mean I have a pretty vast LP collection and there's a small group of people that do you know but it's still pretty substantial but to like really like dig back and be able to put something on and, and listen to it and it gets sort of a transmission from a different time or place is really, really special to me. And I feel like whether we like it or not, I don't think that CDs are going to be a format that lasts necessarily. They sound great. I think, I think it's funny because people are so into MP3s and MP4s, but if you really ABM with CDs, yeah. CDs it's sound a whole really different great. Experience. CDs sound really great. Yeah. Um, but there's some sort of psychological, for me, lasting effect to LPs. So it's sort of in our contract that we get uh, pressings on LP. How many you get? How many did you run? They usually only do like 500. Um, yeah. I think 500. But and you dish them out to friends and family? Or? Seriously? Like, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah I should have yeah. told me. But yeah. yeah, no. And and honestly, it's like to have and to hold like one of those with the artwork in full. It's like almost to me worth worth I mean that's like the end game for me in a lot of ways yeah. just to create something on that sort of lasting level I mean LPs last they still haven't you know they still haven't sort of figured out when they completely decompose and we know that CDs start losing their zeros and ones after a while yeah. in my still life your face and the fruit appear Everywhere, baby On my bike ride Your hips are the hills I can't escape you lately and I wanted to tell you About a bright red bird That passed my train But you're asleep tonight Tonight, well, it's my yesterday. Oh,
in all those blues Cause there's no view Of the city from your window You've made a nest Out of credit card bills So honey let the wind blow My feet have grown so tired My legs they ache each night Because you know The hardest thing to do Is to dance in step In each other's shoes We drop a beat We can't keep time So we're standing still my still life oh, oh. you know we're we're running out of time but i i have one more and Go I ahead. want to hear the Gus Van Sant story. That was my question. So, um, well, Gus is, you know, as you know, he's a local guy, um, and he's, uh, I, I think in general, he's just really supportive of um, people that are trying to create. And, um, and so he was, he's someone that I've met um, through uh, friends that I've played music with, and. Um, so when we sort of came up, um, when I sort of started thinking about the album packaging, I, I wanted, I had never done a photo of myself on the cover. It seemed a little bit, I just wasn't sort of ready to do that sort of step as far of self promotion, I guess. Um, didn't the, uh, didn't the violence in the snowy fields have a picture of you in the woods? No, or that, no, that's. Uh, that's a friend's wife in back there. I can't. I can't even tell who it yeah, is. Like it's, it's just a, like it's eyes like obscured, like in the darkness. Yeah, yeah that's not crazy. Um, so um, I always sort of admired Gus's 108 portraits, which is like uh, casting photos that he took. Um, he took it for probably for years, and it's a great. It's a great book that sort of it'll be like, you know, River Phoenix, like. You'll flip it over. It's like River Phoenix, just beautiful, and a Portland street kid. Like, gosh, like equally beautiful, you know. And then like David Bowie, and then like more and more of just people from open casting calls. It's a beautiful book, and um, and so I asked him. I said, you know, can we do a, a photo like that? And he agreed, and um, and so then we, he said, well, you know, um, when we took these, I only did one per person, like no matter if it was David Bowie or someone from town. Just one photo. Just one photo. I took one shot and moved on. And that's just, I had a camera that I was using, and I was kind of had it dialed in and figured out. And so um, he said he offered to take more photos. And um, so we took two rolls. And then, um, and then when we uh, went through, there was the one that I liked. There's sort of like light light that enters into the photo and obscures my face. I think that's sort of as comfortable as I was with being on the cover. And uh, and then when I... Actually, I didn't realize it, and then I went to, to get it blown up, and it was um, 
it was the first photo we took. So I was really happy about that, that we sort of did stick to, yeah. like, yeah. the first photo, um, the one photo. And it, I liked the way it turned out. And I'm really thankful for him to... Um, to be involved and I don't even really think it's it's an endorsement of what I do necessarily it's just sort of like we ha- we're f- friends via mutual friends and I asked him to help out and he said you know he was happy to uh, offer his talents and time and then you know and we had I think something cool happen and good happen and um but he's really generous to so many artists in town um, and all different genres. Um, the, you know, cool. he continues to make movies in Portland and use Portland musicians. Yeah. And, and, like, he's he's incredibly loyal to the people that create in this town. So we're, we're all better for it, for sure. Al James, uh, thank you for sitting down with us today. This has been awesome. I You know, Shane, Shane got me hooked through piracy uh, some months ago. and. <laughs> And uh, I'm a, I have since become a big fan. I'm, I, uh, I really, Thanks for having me. really like what you do. And your album is out when again? Yeah. Uh, February 20th. And it's called? Uh, you Can't Win. And can't. Your, your website is DeLorean.com. Let's spell o. it for people. <clears throat> D-O-L-O-R-E-A-N. Right. And where are you blogging? Um, if you type in that, it, it just loads into the WordPress okay. site, so that's Sweet. that's where it's all the info's at, and we have a record release show in Portland. Um, it's Saturday. I want to say the twenty fourth of February. And, where um, where is it going to be? Someday Lounge, which is sort of a newer venue down um, down in Old Town, and I think it's going to be great. Will you guys be playing or? No, we'll just play the record and listen, I think. So. Um, wow. Wow. Thank you. Oh, you got it good. Thank you for so elegantly pointing out That's that Jamie's sad. an ass. <laughs> no, dude, I was thinking of our listeners, man. Thanks, all of you. Okay. I thought that was another I'm sorry. I thought that was another setup. Oh, man. No, I was trying to prompt you and help you along and, you know, yeah, yeah, we're just playing the record. Yeah. You just set yourself up. Oh, man, set that, was, that was a softball. So. Uh, no, no, dude, seriously, no, Al James, best of the band you. DeLorean. Thank, Thank you, Al. We, uh, we hope to uh, meet the band. Uh, definitely on the 24th. Uh, details, I assume, are going to be on the blog uh, at DeLorean.com. Check it out. Hey, another great show. This is a great show. This was uh, I've been looking forward to this show for a long time, and, and uh, I managed to nurse he my bitterness. I know, yeah, I was kidding. Uh, it, but in the meantime, to get a hold of us, head to our website, beer30live.com. You can write to us at the show at beer30live.com or our names, Pete, Jamie, Mary, Shane. Did you put those links up there yet? Not yet. Things? I worked on it today. I had Did some technical you? difficulties. Okay. But uh, but you can certainly find us at, uh, at those email addresses at beer30live.com. Buy our swag. Our we, handsome beer thirty, beer 30 live shirts. Live Smart people good. drink beer. Yeah. Don't ever forget it. And musicians drink hot toddies. Musicians drink hot toddies. Although, like my ten-year-old daughter said, well, they may be smart, but only if they don't drink too much. Yeah, <laughs> that's what she told Hey, me, she's so. pretty smart. I, I, I was <laughs> like, hey, honey, that works for me. There you go. No, no. Once you get to a certain age, you only get smarter. <laughs> she's uh, this has been that. another beer thirty live, and until next week, we're out. Ottomans Winter comes 
and everybody's gone. But days grow short and pull apart, and now the nights are long. We winter rents have made. The silence and the snow. So just leave us to our own device. We winter ends are fine. There's no one. 